Hey, hey. Yo. This is Ergo. It is. I am Kiss. I'm Damon. And what we do here is reshape the culture of our city and world for the more liberatory and creative. We've been doing it. And some things have come out of doing that. Mm-hmm. We're really, really excited mm-hmm. for today's episode. Yeah. Announcing a whole new formation. We got to check in, not just with each other. We got to check in with y'all. We need to let you know what's happening, what's on the precipice. We're excited. This is this is excitement. Is that what excitement this sounds is, like? This is, in case you wondered, this is it. This is as excited as Damon gets. Pretty much. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen you more. I've like, seen you. Have you seen me giddy? Have I gotten giddy in your? So we were just in California mm-hmm. and... We did some brief frolicking, but I don't think you frolicked. I did not frolic there. You held back the frolic. I did hold back the frolic. I didn't want to force a frolic because that... <laughs> you know, you never want to force a frolic. <laughs> it felt like the time, but it was like I wasn't, you know, I yeah. was focusing. So this is an audio frolic is what <laughs> no you're getting right frolic. now. <laughs> um, what we are here to do today is announce a brand new organization, a movement media ecosystem hub that the two of us have been building in conversation and collaboration with so many people across our city. We are announcing the launch of Respair Production and Media. So excited to dig into, it's not even a vision anymore, this creation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think we need to to have our Belle Biv DeVoe moment. I think we need to, (laughs) (laughs) for the old school heads. Um, We need to talk about the name. Mm -hmm. I I think we'll get into the what it is but first, let's because we've had the ideas, some of the things were already in work. We were even getting like little bits of support to help build this. But for a while, we didn't know what to call it, or we were calling it other things. And really, once we found this word, respair. Once we found this word, respair, it really crystallized exactly what we were trying to do. So let's let's tell that story a little bit. And this is wow, two ergo favorites. I know this is both a Belle Biv DeVoe moment mixed with a shout out to moms. so yeah this is a shout out to my mom in particular Mm -hmm. on this one so like damon said we've been we've been working to build this structure this infrastructure for a long time and arguably one of the hardest parts was trying to figure out what to call it um because we didn't want to just call it ergo media this is so much more than just what ergo is uh it's a container for our work but also for the work happening across the city and beyond and don't forget about we're gonna get big in the beyond to the beyond (laughs) Um, but we can't, but my mom brought this word to my attention. She had come across it on Facebook or someone had told her, and, and it's a real word, but it's not a word used very often today. It's One a, may say it's an antiquated word. It's an antiquated Formally word. Formally acknowledged as an antiquated word. And that word is respair. Um, and what that means, it's the opposite of despair, but the formal definition means a return to hope. So it's not optimism. It's not cheerfulness. It's acknowledging the despair, and then moving through it to a place of hope, a rebirth, a new breath. And as devout Kabbaites, <laughs> right? as, as devout Kabbaites that go around the world, not the world, thats we ain't been around the world yet. We're going to be going, well, no, people listen around the yeah, world, yeah. but have gone around the, the city, region, and country really trying to you know, spread this message of hope as a discipline and freedom making and resistance and healing requires that we build this discipline, this word respair. And all of the the ways that like we can build some metaphor out of it felt so perfect for what we were trying to build because, you know, we've developed into what we now know as movement media. And so we are talking about work, but this work is in the face of horrible, big, daunting things. And most media 
centers with talking about those things or centers with people arguing about those right things. when you turn on the news even you know news that's trying to inform you accurately mm-hmm. it's this terrible thing happened over here this terrible thing happened over there and now you know and congress isn't doing anything about it be mad or right. you know and so we are covering we are in conversation we are learning about all of the the intersections of these structural violences but the center of it is the folks that are doing the freedom making. It is the folks that are doing the liberation work. And once you look at the world through that lens, once you look at the world through the people who are activated, through the people who have showed up, the the possibilities, the frame have shifted. And we've experienced that off mic and in the world and on the streets. But the seven years now of documenting conversation and figuring out what it means to be in the middle of an audience and an idea or an experience or a life, to frame that through this returning to hope uh, feels so accurate for not only what we do, but what for so many of our partners and so many of our peers do. Yeah, and it's not a static state, similarly to like liberation not being a static state, right? It's a process. This return is something that we're in the midst of always and we're trying going. to build. We're always returning. And if you're a listener to the show, you know there's nothing that Dame and I savor more than an entendre. Let's do it. Let's and break so we down got the a, word. We got a, a fleet of entendres <laughs> on deck here. So we got respair, right? Mm-hmm. We, d- we define that. Let's start with repair. Boom. So we're just going to drop that S drop right that out, S of there. out of there. You want to break down why that's important? Yeah, absolutely. So repair in like the communal or even interpersonal sense of we all need to really build up this muscle of how do we repair harm? How do we repair fissure? How do we repair breaks in community and structure? But then really the process of that, once you turn it from a verb to a noun, it is reparation. And so, one, we are just advocates of reparations in all form and a a reparative politic is how basically all institutions should be organized is how how we see it. And so repair being one of the the major pushes of what we're creating. So like we said, it's not just naming the problem. It is equipping folks to get closer to the repair work that's needed. That's actually the prompt, the invitation, the push that could be a through thread through all of our work. All right. Let's get to the second entendre. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Respire. Boom. So for this one, we got to do a little little magic work. Take mm-hmm. that E, duplicate, swing that around yep, to the yep, end. Yep, yep. What do we got on respire? Respiration. Mm-hmm. Let us breathe, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the entry point into work is using breath, the process of inhaling and exhaling as the process of freedom, that life itself is how we get free. Um, and so, you know, it's a shout out to Let Us Breathe. It's a shout out to all of the movement work that has kind of gone under the note, you know, it's obviously in, in memory of Eric Garner and his last words. Um, and also, you know, less metaphorically, some of the projects we're going to talk about in a second, we are actually concerned. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. We are actually concerned about the air quality <laughs> yeah. in our society, in our land, around the planet. <laughs> like people have been breathing in really unhealthy air in concentrated doses. But as a species, we need to breathe better. And And meditation. And I'm going to add one more. Go ahead. Get up in there. When we're talking, we're blowing some hot air. Ah, Like there is some of that of like we're we're trading it back and forth. There it is. There it is. And then air is just the suffix. And that that ties into this little little show you've been listening to for the last years. Thank you. Uh, Ergo. And so this is in some ways like a continuation and also an umbrella that houses the work that we've been doing on Ergo. And then the last one is a little cute. Just pair. It's just the two of us. <laughs> you know, we've got a nice yeah, little, it's a nice pair here. Pair, pair it up. All right. So those are our entendres. You got any other ones in there that I'm forgetting? 
No, but but I invite audience to help us make some more. We're going to crowdsource entendres. <laughs> if you got them, send them our way. I love that. <laughs> so, you know, I want to use that last one, though, the relationship from Respire to Ergo. This is really a conversation with y'all, with the audience, with the folks that have been listening, that have been supporting. And over the last few years, we have we have felt people be more connected to these conversations and to this work that we're doing. And we've been growing faster than we realize and responding to opportunities and responding to emergent things happening in the world. And with that, the the channel ergo and the the original show that is at the base of all these collaborations and projects we've put out doesn't really hold all that we've been doing. So one, we just want to say we appreciate y'all. We acknowledge that the RSS feed or wherever you get your podcast <laughs> got a little confusing. What's One Million Experiments? What's the Portal Project? What's this? What's that? What's a regular Ergo episode? It kind of all, yes, how's the world treating you? How are you treating the world at the beginning of them all? So there's some through thread. Right. Uh, but we do know that it's been a little bit daunting to distill or to to break through. And so part of what Respair is responding to is there's been a growth that's happening and we've been putting it all in one container. And so we want that container to be what it was designed to be and what it is emerging into, but also create a more appropriate one that houses that and its partners and contemporaries. So yeah. thank y'all for yeah. sticking with us. <laughs> we slowed down. It's been, you know, it's been a lot going on. And we'll get to kind of where that slowdown has led us. But yeah, I mean, I think if you go back in the feed, like there's like 250 episodes of everything is the same. It's a person and a conversation with that person about their life and their work. And then really the pandemic hits and everything shifts in the way we do our work. Um, and, and so it, as has been the case for so many other people and organizations, not just how do we like scramble to make this still function, but really like what is the work we want to do beyond what we were already doing? Like you said, Dame, Ergo has kind of served as a home for that, but there's so much that we've been doing on and off air that it really needs its own home. Um, and that's what we're we're building Respair to be. All right, I, I lied. There is another entendre. The title, the full title of the entity of the organization oh, yeah, is yeah. Respair Productions and Media. You can shorten that, you get RPM. Mm-hmm. So you might see RPM on your car or it also, it, it usually around records, right? Like revolution spins per minute. Revolutions per, per minute. minute. So RPM you know, in these conversations, whether we get you for 30 minutes, an hour, 90 minutes, we're trying to have as many revolutions per minute through these transformational interactions and communications that we're building an archive of. So, and then also like power, right? Like mm-hmm. if you got a high RPM, you're kind of like yeah. revving up. There's an engine. There's an engine going. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Entendre down. All right. And within that production and media, like we said, kind of includes the the wider scope of what this mm-hmm, work will mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can get into some yeah, of what that will entail. So in addition to Ergo continuing to do what it does and kind of be the flagship show that will be ongoing for Respair, we're launching this movement media ecosystem hub with three brand new projects that are like probably the most ambitious things by far that we've ever taken mm-hmm. on together. And we're so excited to bring them to you. And they're the reason why there's been way fewer Ergo episodes in your feed because we've you know been operating at a human pace and have chosen to pour so much energy into building these things that that kind of live beyond the week to week of Ergo. So maybe we can just break them down in the order they're going to come out. And this is the first time we're like announcing these projects mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess exclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. First things first, right here. <laughs> All right. We're starting with Guaranteed then, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So one, it feels really appropriate for one of the first projects under Respair to be one that's not centering us on Mike. And so we have partnered and collaborated with one of the most brilliant people in the world. And if you're an Ergo fan, 
somebody that's on the home team and mm-hmm. our guest third co-host informally the a role that she she claimed mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one of the most devout ergo listeners that's true actually the one and only eve ewing is hosting the show guaranteed guaranteed is a podcast about what happens when regular people receive direct cash assistance also known as guaranteed income it's a show about the choices people make the dreams they pursue and the impossible things that become a little more possible when their money is guaranteed. That was a great read. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I was right there with you. I was riveted. So it's gonna it's a phenomenal show um, that is really taking like the practice of a human interest story and putting it in the context of the larger political economy. And working with Eve in the way that we have has just been a real honor and pleasure. And also like building up just our producer chops. Oh, yeah. It's been really uh, um a beautiful learning experience and something that we've been proud of. So it's in partnership with the Economic Security Project. For folks who don't know the background, over the last few months, there's been the launching of five different pilot programs throughout the city and county um, that happen to be overlapping. And so we want to see what's happening with this little experiment. Of, we want to see what's happening with this experiment of direct cash to folks. And we talk about the economy a lot, but we don't really talk about money. And once you actually talk about money, you get to get into people's day-to-day lives and people's needs and people's desires and the, the difficult choices and sacrifices that folks have to make. And so to be able to have such a, a beautiful and trusted experience and talking to, you know, I say it in the, the highest form, like regular ordinary folks who's not always on podcasts, who ain't always on Instagram Live or, you know, building up some media platform to talk to folks who are processing their day-to-day lives and their connections to their family and communities without having the outlet that some of the folks that we usually bring on are maybe more accustomed to. Yeah, so it's going to be seven episodes. They're going to come out every two weeks starting July 13th. And you can actually hear the trailer for it now. Just type in Guaranteed with Eve Ewing wherever you get your podcasts or keep an eye on the Ergo feed. We'll be dropping it in the next few days. No, do the thing. Go ahead. Subscribe. If you subscribe, you'll you'll, you'll get the You'll get them when they drop. That's how and it you works. you can listen to it. Absolutely. So if you listen to this, you probably know how to subscribe to something. Subscribe to Guaranteed. It's coming. We're also going to be doing a launch you event. see that? I'm a promotional master. I you, know. You see how it's just making the pushes of the calls to action. Y- y'all are motivated to go subscribe, aren't you? There, Someone just sprained their thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Rushing. <laughs> to subscribe. <laughs> um, it's also available on Spotify as well. You can subscribe there. And in addition, we're doing a launch event for the show the day after it drops on July 14th at 7 p.m. It's going to be at Epiphany Center for the Arts. And this is part of a two-day festival that Economic Security Project is doing. So it's going to be Eve, the production team, a couple participants, and some live performance sharing a little bit about the behind the scenes of the show, what people should expect as they listen, and really just celebrating this project emerging into the world. You'll be able to find the RSVP link for that in the show notes. So please look out for that. There's going to be some some beautiful stories being told. And also the first episode I'm really excited about. It's kind of, it's a little different. It's kind of like a special relative to the rest of the season. It's a deep dive explainer of this notion of guaranteed income and universal basic income a little bit with some of the greatest thinkers, who's black too, some of the greatest black thinkers in the world about these economic policies. And so it's not nerdy. It's not nerdier than what we usually okay. do. It's not, it's not, a standard deviation more nerdy than the things we already do. So if the, if, if you with us, you, if you know what Damon means by standard deviation, <laughs> you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're right at home. Make sure you subscribe now. All right, let's talk about the second project. Speaking of shout out to moms. So, 
For the last two and a half years, Damon and I have been pouring our heart and soul into a project called Help This Garden Grow. Help This Garden Grow is an audio documentary centered around the life and legacy and work of Hazel Johnson. Hazel Johnson has been known and heralded as a mother or the mother of the modern environmental justice movement. She's from the south side, southeast side of Chicago in Allgill Gardens, a public housing development that is often overlooked and has been subjected to some of the worst environmental degradation and hazards in the United States. And so Hazel's story is important to a movement that's really important right now, really important to our city and our communities. Uh, but for us, has been a really humbling experience, not only because it has, you know, turned our environmental justice lens up to a thousand, and we're seeing all of these things that were happening day to day that, that mean more to us, but even beyond the content, um, we really had to humble and learn a deeper level of storycraft and storytelling and research and through thread that I'm really proud of, yeah. but also excited for what makes more possible for our work. Yeah, it's been a big undertaking and a really amazing learning opportunity and a challenge, but I'm so proud of what we've made or are still technically it's making finished. it. It'll be it's done finished. soon. This is post-production. We're done. All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, and the whole show will be dropping on July 27th. Another shindig. Yeah, and we're going to have a huge celebration for the premiere in keeping with this idea of garden. It's going to be at the Winter Garden, which is the top floor of the Chicago Public Library, Harold Washington Branch downtown. Beautiful place. If you've never been, it is a gorgeous room, and I'm so excited to fill it with the people who have contributed to making this show happen, but also who have been at the forefront of the environmental justice movement. Yeah, so shout out to People for Community Recovery the organization that Hazel Johnson started that has been run uh, for the last few decades by her daughter, Cheryl Johnson, who herself is an important figure in our story, but more importantly, a significant historical figure for this movement and for the world and continuing on Hazel's legacy. And so even in addition to really being excited about the, the process of making it and the content, it also really taught us how to expand these models of telling story through partnership or centering those whose experiences are most directly connected um, to the story being told. And so in addition to just doing research and having interviews, we actually built a, 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 an intentional partnership with Cheryl and PCR in, in creating this and also developed this thing we call it a creative cabinet, almost like an organizing body yeah. of five really phenomenal environmental justice movement workers who not only are appearing in the show, uh, but really are our thought partners and, you know, not in the, the deficit sense of the word, but really serve as like an accountability mechanism because the intention of this work and all of this movement media is to activate people and to support movement and to tell the stories correctly. And so we're really proud of the folks who made this storytelling possible and the relationship that media can have with the folks on the front line because so often there's this false distance that usually is extractive. And so we've been able to do a different type of resource and power sharing in this project that we're really proud to talk more with folks about. Yeah, and we'll talk more after the show comes out about that model that Damon just mentioned. But we do think that there is something really important about what does it mean to build this with the people you're talking to and about and whose stories you're centering. Uh, and not just how do you, you know, get the story, but how do you give 
the story mm. and give the tools to make the story. Mm, I like how you did that. That was new. Uh, a little flip. Yeah, I, I like yeah, to yeah. keep you on your yeah, toes. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> you know, it's, in any seven year relationship, you got to really just sprinkle a little, yeah, yeah, keep, yeah, yeah, keep, yeah. keep things, keep things spicy. Yeah, that would t- tuck to the chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the last project of this first Respair season. Super excited. So for folks who've been tuned in to the Ergo channel, one of the most exciting projects that came out of this pandemic time was One Million Experiments. So the backstory is One Million Experiments is a project of interrupting criminalization. Interrupting criminalization is masterminded by Miriam Kaba, Andrea Ritchie, and Eve Nagao. And so there was that question being asked when abolition was in conversation a little bit more. If we're not going to have police, if we're not going to have prisons, who are we going to replace them with? And I like your question asker voice, <laughs> your bad faith question asker voice. And eloquently, Miriam meets that question with such a brilliant answer. We don't need one replacement to death making institutions. We need a million experiments. We need to really invest into this practice of collective emergence that happens when folks dig into the needs of their community. So there's been these practices and safety beyond prisons and police around the world that we've been in conversation with. Many of you may have checked out season one. Yeah, and we're smack dab in the middle of season two, which you've seen on this feed. We're you know, like four or five episodes in at this point. That's surprising. We'll go back and check it out. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. No shade. Yeah, no shade. No shade. You know when someone says that, when their voice goes up and it's like, yeah, yeah it's a little bit shady. shady voice. Yeah, yeah, shady voice. <laughs> so shady voice aside, the, the show has been going really well. And secretly, the plan the entire time <laughs> was to make a complimentary film. This was our secret plan. That was the plan from Jump. And now it's almost ready to come out. So One Million Experiments, the film, is a project of Respair. Interrupting Criminalization, Project Nia, and Soapbox Productions and Organizing, who have been our production partner in the film. This one is probably the longest runway from now for when you're going to be able to see it. It's going to come out the first weekend of September. We'll share the info on our socials for the premiere of that. Another shindig. Oh, you got, we got a summer for you. They're all free, too. We're not asking. Right? I know. But you would think we would go to more shindigs, the number of shindigs we're planning. <laughs> <laughs> But we got, these are some quality yeah, shindigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High, high level. We've moved from kickback to shindig. We have. We've elevated. That'll be September 2nd. We'll share the info on our socials. But we're really excited for what is our first film project to be mm-hmm. out in the world. It's something that we've wanted to do and been moving toward for a really long time. And we're so proud of what this project is doing, but also how beautiful it is. We really turned to folks who had skills that neither of us had in terms of how to make a beautiful film. And it looks so much like what I hoped it would look like. And it's been really beautiful collaboration. So shout out to the Soapbox folks, Eva and all of IC. And we're excited for that film to be showing in a space near you. Let's take a breath. It's a lot of information. That's a lot of excitement. A little respiration. A little respiration. I want to pivot. Pivot! I have a question for you, Daniel. You know, we're talking about our... This, this dream project that we talked about, these very exciting endeavors that will be coming out to kind of create a foundation for this space. After just saying all that, how you feel? How does that feel? Whew. So like I said earlier, this is stuff that we've been working on for a really long time. Doing a project across years like this, it is a through line through the other things that happen across years of your life. You know, it's almost like an odd thing when you put an episode out each week, like it's just out in the world. And then you're on to the next one. But this is like stuff that we've been living in. And it's been really challenging to balance all these at the same time. 
it wasn't really our plan for these all yeah, to be to done around the same organization time. <laughs> and create three projects that come out all at the same time. This was not the design. Yeah. Uh, they, it really is like a perfect. We're example. making the best of it. We're going. <laughs> it's emergence, yeah. right? Like this is this is what that means. So it still all feels like works in progress. Mm-hmm. Like we're still finishing all this, but I'm starting to feel like I know how to ask for what's needed from the other people around us mm-hmm. to help this grow as opposed to like it just being you and me carrying mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out and I'm just mostly excited to like get these things out of our ears and into mm-hmm. the world's ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think the feeling that comes up most for me is realization. I feel very realized and I, f- I feel we, you know, like even though we've always taken this work very seriously, a lot of it has been informal or mm-hmm. moved at our will and whim. And so you, you start to ask, you know, as you grow, you start to ask the questions of future of like, will this be able to sustain? Uh, do people care? Is this having impact? And what we have learned in talking about respair to people and like inviting folks into partnership is that folks see what we're striving for and it is real in its impact. And so to be able to then accept that of, you know, it's not something we're just doing, right? There there are other people who are invested. There is collaboration and there is real consequence, you know? So for folks, this is a one part of Help This Garden Grow, I feel like isn't a, a spoiler or I want people to hear about as much. Like there needs to be a Hazel Johnson Environmental Justice Center, right? That is something that the world needs. And to be able to, even if we fail, <laughs> like help push for that as opposed to just naming the need feels like the realization of why we're doing this, right? The the intention, and we had this this realization early on, is we're not documenting liberation and creativity. This is liberation work. We're participating. Right? And so I feel realized in that. Yeah. And some of that has to do with scale too, of like we listener- uh, have this very like cool club that we've been a part of here mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. we haven't strived for a million listens mm-hmm. we we don't see our listeners as listen we see them as a base mm-hmm. that we've tried to engage and activate in different ways and i think part of what we're seeing respair as is a base building exercise Absolutely. the point of all this like you said is not just to get people inspired it's to move people into action and i think these three projects do that in really different ways and Respair, which we call loosely an organization, but really like we're designing as this hub is a way of connecting dots between movement organizations, media organizations, and people who want to plug in. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I'm hoping this work yeah. does through this season yeah. and then beyond. Like, to be able to resource work, to be able to amplify political education beyond kind of some of the silos that it can get stuck in, to be able to build partnerships and collaborations with folks that we are, pun intended, like in the middle of sometimes, right? and to grow the capacity of movement organizations. And these movement media organizations. Exactly. You know, we've seen in the time we've been doing Ergo, the birth and growth of the tribe and City Bureau and- Soapbox. And Truth Out and Southside Weekly and Juneteenth Productions. And, you know, these are our context. And we didn't really have that when we started mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. Like, people talk about like- organizing horizontally like these are our peers Mm -hmm. and there are things that each of them do that we have no idea how to do there are needs that each of them meet that we don't meet and vice versa 
And so rather than us all doing different versions of the same thing, what if we did it in collaboration, both formally and informally? And this is what we've already been doing. Right. You know, like from you working with the tribe to do op-eds to us doing podcast consulting with movement organizations and then connecting them to folks at Vocalo to do training to us building projects like One Million Experiments or Garden Grow. Or the Portal Project. Portal Project, exactly. This is already what we do. Mm-hmm. We just hadn't done the naming work. Mm-hmm. And and one of the organizing lessons that we learned early is the importance of naming. You know, that's a yeah. classic Fanon thing of the way power is instilled through naming. Oh, he's clicking now. He's pulling out the Fanon. <laughs> we steaming out here. <laughs> and so that's part of what this is, is not we're making a new thing. It's we're naming and building a structure for what we're already doing. What has emerged and what has been birthed. And what has already been happening that we haven't even had our hands on, mm-hmm. right? Part of the goal is for those other media organizations I just named to be collaborating with each other through structure that we can help build. Or for Chicago Torture Justice Center or People for Community Recovery to have an understanding of a media ecosystem that's trying to help them, mm-hmm. not just trying to take from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we can And be can a- they potentially, is there the capacity within the space that can be resourced into developing media skills and to be able to be able to do that internally in a long-term vision? And in partnership, right? right? So it's not just like, you know, the way we've done things is we basically bring the production chops to mm-hmm. people with a good idea and relationship to movement a lot of the time. But how do we have infrastructure that helps them be able to continue those projects or build those projects and have that work be a new kind of node on this ecosystem. How can we resource the work, which is like such a sticky, ugly question, but this is the answer we've proposed for this question. Without making people beholden on the institutions that resource it. That's part of being media, that's part of being in the middle, Mm -hmm. is how do we provide resources, training, skills, connection, without making us and the folks around us beholden to the institutions that resource it. So I'm excited, I'm proud, I'm grateful to the larger community. I'm grateful to the lineages we're part of, but I'm really grateful to you, man. Like, thank you so much for all the work that you do and all the responsibility you hold in helping make this possible and the, the, the spirit and care of collaboration and all, you know, we collaborate as producers, we collaborate as hosts, collaborate as writers, right? Like that's a lot. And, and just seeing the way that you hold and maneuver through some of those things with both mastery and like humble struggle is like it's been really um yeah i say all the time but just i'm I'm very grateful and appreciative of how you're moving through it and you're getting married right after all this. <laughs> that's the fourth that's the project. fourth the fourth event you got going <laughs> i talk about a shindig <laughs> there will not be an event yeah. right for that one thank you dame that's really yeah. sweet and the same to you you know like i kind of joked about it earlier but this is when we talk about pairing and partnership like this is such a deep partnership we've built that none of what we just said was things that I knew when we started Ergo. Mm-hmm. All of those words I just said <laughs> are things I've learned in seven years of us being in conversation and you know sharing air both on and off mic together. So I'm so grateful for for what we're building together and the and the consistency and determination to like realize this yeah. thing that we've been building and to all the people who have helped inform that mm-hmm. already before this is even out in the world. You know, we had an amazing series of conversations with the Chicago Beyond folks who, in addition to funding us to build a lot of this from scratch last year, also served as really wonderful thought partners in talking through what we would want this vision to be 
And then, you know, all of those media orgs who I mentioned, who we've already talked to about this, who are like, yes, let me know what you need. Let us know how we can help. Let us know what you can contribute to us. Like, let's do this. This emerged not just from seven years of conversations on Mike, but from seven years of connection to our people. And so I'm so excited to see what comes and hope that this provides some stability, both for the two of us to really continue to be able to do this work, both Mm -hmm. like financially and Mm -hmm. life-wise, but also for these like fugitive movement and movement media spaces that have been piecing it together and doing really important work. So that's exciting to think about like how much has been able to start being built in these piecemeal ways if we create container for real structure and investment, what does it look like to have more folks who are stabilized in doing this work? I think, yeah, just if we've been able to do this kind of with nothing a little bit, you know, like (laughs) some things have come, I don't want to disregard the support that we've gotten thus far, but with, with limited resources and not saying we got anything promised really, but what we, what we have built will allow for that different type of structure and support that you're naming that I'm, that I'm really excited about. That's the contribution we're hoping to make. You know, that's like what we always ask people when we build new things with them is like, what do you want to get out of it? Who are you imagining it's for? And what do you want to contribute to them? I think that's our answer is we want to provide those pathways to greater impact, activation, and stability for the people doing the work to reshape our world. Yeah. And this kind of abstract, sometimes metaphorical, change the world talk. You know, I just want to like testify that like, if you do it enough, if you build that discipline of hope, you start to change your world. And like, that's not what movements are for. It's not just for your own personal transformation or for you to feel better, even though you hope you get that out of it. Like we we are trying to make collective structural transformations, but people need to see themselves in aligned ways in order to get there. And so all of this talking about how is the world treating people and how are people treating the world and how do we be intentional and shift that and how do we create, you know, subjective power dynamics that account for the ways in which blah, 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 you know, doing all of that has now allowed my world to change. Yeah, for me too. For people who spend all day talking about the heaviest shit, this idea of divesting from despair, which we've kind of landed on, it's the only way I've known how to survive this yeah. time, you know? Yeah. So we hope you'll come with us, divest from despair together, and help us build this ecosystem. Yeah, it's so great. And I got some other shit. Oh, yeah. And I got some other stuff coming too. Uh, in addition to this season, I'm not getting married. I did that once. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that one ride. That was your first wedding. <laughs> yeah, we'll let it go. Yeah, well, we we gonna stick with that. Um, <laughs> no booster needed yeah, yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to. Yeah, I'm good. Um, but what I am excited about, and like from a lot of these check-ins in the past, I was mostly aching about it. But I am in the process of finishing a music project that should be out in this season as well. And it also looks like I'll be co-editing a couple of things. There may be an ebook out I don't want to name, maybe a little digital magazine publication thing that's happening. So they're like, it's an exciting, I feel excited for this time. I haven't been excited in a really long time. Like I could make it heavy or dark, but I'm going to keep it light of like, man, it's feels good. <laughs> You're on the brink of a frolic. I might, I might frolic when we get up out of here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right if you want to join us in this frolic yeah, this here's how frolic. you can do it and we really actually need you to because we're basically starting whole new social media channels and that shit is terrifying and daunting and, and social media is not as cool when we started these ones so we really need your help to get us started <laughs> please follow us at respair media on instagram and twitter check out respairmedia.com, which is our website 
and share the information that just dropped today on both the Ergo channel and the Respair channel about the work we're doing. Help help us build this ecosystem. Help us help this garden grow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. Sure, it's we'll appropriate. Take it. <laughs> uh, again, at Respair Media on Instagram and Twitter, come join us. Please do. All right, anything else you want to name? Yeah, man, we're here. Ergo's going to keep rocking. Absolutely. So stick around. And we'll be back on the air reshaping our city and beyond for the more liberatory and creative. Much love to the people. Peace.